Chapter thirty two of Little Joe Otter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Nan Dodge. Little Joe Otter by Thornton W. Burgess. The Living Heap of Snow. Don't think, but make quite sure you know a thing is thus or mayhap so. Little Joe Otter Of all the puzzled people in all the great world, none was more puzzled than was the young otter whose big fish had disappeared. He had certainly killed that fish. He had even taken two big bites out of the choicest part of it, so he knew that the fish couldn't have flopped off the ice into the water while he was away. He had been gone only a few minutes, just long enough to get his sister and bring her over to see that big fish. He had boasted that it was bigger than any fish she had ever caught. Now there wasn't a trace of it anywhere. His sister tossed her head. I don't believe you caught a big fish at all, said she. But I tell you I did, protested her brother. I caught him and I left it right here. Then where is it? demanded his sister. But this the young otter couldn't say. He wished he could. He had a queer and most uncomfortable feeling. It made him uneasy. Actually, it made him afraid. He didn't know what he was afraid of, but he was afraid. So when his sister disgustedly plunged into the water and swam back to the slippery slide on the bank, he followed her. But somehow he couldn't enjoy that slippery slide. He kept thinking about that lost fish. To make matters worse, his sister kept teasing him about it. She called him a boaster. It was clear that she didn't believe he had caught that big fish he had boasted about. So, after going down the slippery slide a few times, he swam back to the place where he had left the big fish. He climbed out on the ice and once more looked around everywhere for signs of someone who might have stolen that big fish. But not a sign could he find. A little way off on the ice was a little heap of snow. At least the young otter thought it was a heap of snow. He looked at it carelessly two or three times, but he didn't go over to it. He wasn't interested in heaps of snow. The only thing of interest to him just then was what had become of that fish. It was very mysterious. He didn't like a mystery. His uneasiness increased, so after a while... He once more swam away. He wanted to ask his father or his mother what could have become of that fish, but he didn't. He was afraid he would be laughed at. He was afraid that they wouldn't believe he had caught it any more than his sister believed it. Now hardly had that young otter disappeared when what he had taken for a little heap of snow disappeared too. It disappeared without a sound. You see, it was alive. It really wasn't a heap of snow at all. If the young otter had seen it go, he might possibly have guessed what had become of his big fish. But he didn't see it go, and the next time he visited that place, he didn't even notice that that little white heap was no longer there. End of chapter 32